Well, good morning and a very happy Thursday, July 1st. It is National Ginger Snap Day, also known as when people with red hair get sassy. Kelly Collis, how you doing? I thought they were sassy every day. That is very true. We should celebrate it every single day. It's also National Post Office Workers Day, which is way more important to celebrate, but I just wanted to make a stupid joke. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. Thanks for the stupid joke, Tommy. Anytime. That's what I'm here for. Hey, I'm Tommy McFly. I'm Kelly Collis. We love DC. Tommy and I were first neighbors, then friends, and then we actually hosted a morning radio show together. We've even been each other's in case of emergency contacts. I was your contact, right? Well, I changed it after I got married. I hope that's okay. Anyway, we bring people together created awesome community moments around D.C. and have been invited to and asked to leave some of the most interesting spots in the nation's capital. We're so glad that you're listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoy some really fun headlines from D.C. and beyond. Whew. That was a lot. Well, let's get started. So yesterday, Little Fox, our tech producer, who I'm going to bring in here in a couple seconds, Little Live, Little Fox, get ready. She got so much closer to one of our all-time goals, Panda Selfie. Though she didn't quite get in there and get the full selfie, little fox. You unmute yourself and come on in and tell us this conversation. Because you got to hang out with the panda the other day while you were on vacation. I did. It was, he was so cute. Oh, my gosh. If you haven't gone yet, you need to. It is we, the best experience. And we were totally blown away because you had some really great, like, it was almost like you had a little panda snack and they were, like, posing for you. Yeah. <laughs> How did you get such great access and, like, what are your tips for hanging out with the panda? So... My mom has been following the panda since it was born. And so she she has his schedule like down to a science at this point. Like she watches the panda cam every day. It's actually really cute. Um, so she got a you know pass to go into the zoo. You, it is still free to get into the zoo, but if you want to get a parking pass, it's thirty dollars. Holy cow. Um for a car, but it covers everybody in the car. So you don't need to buy anything else, you just buy the one parking pass. No. So we oh did. We got our timed pass for eight o'clock in the morning. So we went, we parked, we got that first slot. And then, so my recommendation get a pass, an entry pass as early as possible. They do have free walk in passes, and those timed entries are like every 15 minutes. And for driving in, it's between eight, and the last time you could get in is 3 p.m. Did you have trouble getting into the zoo? Is it still like not at all? Limited numbers where it was just like, did you have to go online ahead of time, or was it like, come one yeah. from all? So you do go in ahead, go online ahead of time. They will not let you buy a pass at the front, and they are still doing limited number of tickets to get into the zoo. I kind of mm -hmm. like that because then you get like a really good view of the panda, and you're not like on top climbing over people to take a photo. And I love that your mom has been studying the biorhythms of the baby panda to know the best time where the panda's not going to be taking you know a nap or inside you know i don't know what they do inside mm -hmm. getting cool in the air conditioning i don't know <laughs> well, it, is, it is also a thing your zoo entry does not guarantee you panda entry of course right so, so they can't make the panda yeah. like, come out but when you first get into the zoo and they have these all over the place they have these things called panda passes and there's a qr code on it that you have to scan on your phone to reserve a time to go onto the asia trail oh and so that allows you to get to see the panda. Okay, wait, take a step back. So you get the pass to get into the zoo, and then when you get to the zoo, you've got to get a separate pass yes. for the panda. You can't reserve a panda online ahead of time. Correct. Okay. So as soon as you get to the zoo, my next tip 
find one of those panda pass stations as soon as possible. They're at almost every entrance of the zoo and random places around the zoo. Scan the QR code, get as early of a panda pass time as possible. Our panda pass time was 8.30 in the morning. And they, you know, we, we kind of blew past a lot of the rest of the animals on the Asia Trail because <laughs> that's the other thing. They start you at the top of the Asia Trail over by the Visitor Center by Connecticut Avenue. And then you can walk down through and the pandas are like last. Um, Wait, so what other, yeah, what other animals did you blow past? Were you like, sorry, tiger, I'll well, see you later. <laughs> so we didn't get to see the sloth bear because they got another sloth bear. So they're letting the roommates kind of connect behind the scenes. They had a sign for that. Oh, um, <laughs> the bonding. Yeah, I think it's like two males. So they're just like making sure they'll like be compatible living together. Um, we did, the otters weren't out. Ooh, Pride month, or I guess it's the first ever. We did stop a little bit. Um, Honestly, I don't remember what animals were on the well, Asia Trail. To be honest, the, but... the red panda, of course. Yes, right? but he's closer to the pandas. Okay. Oh, he's like a pre-panda we, panda. We did try to see the elephants from like their backyard before going like to the elephant house. They weren't out yet. I mean, it was really early in the morning. It was eight twenty in the morning when we got on the Asia Trail. That's a great tip, though. Panda early. Mm -hmm. Panda early because. You can see them outside in the yard. Like this was all outside, outside in the yard. They're outside in the morning. Playing like he was up in in the tree. Oh, Mom was so down. Cute. Look mm -hmm. at that face. And then Dad is actually in his area next door. And then, you know, we were out there for a while. By nine, probably nine fifteen or so, they're inside. Oh. And so all those pictures of them eating—that's all inside. They're snacking. He's kind of playing, running around. And by 930, mom is pretty much done. Mom is like, I'm tired. No I'm pictures, please. <laughs> Baby is, you know, walking around. Like the one picture where he's kind of like tilted sideways was like him trying to get comfortable to take a nap. So usually by 930, they're inside about ready to take a nap, which is why I recommend getting there pretty early. That's good. That's a great thing to do in the summer for the kitties. I love that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and grown a adults like you and your mother. Yes. <laughs> also very important. I love that little fox. Thanks for those tips. I would never have thought to get there early. I would think pandas were like late sleeping bunch and they weren't like mm -hmm. up and up and ready to party that early. Yeah. I can't speak to their activity later in the day. I didn't get a chance to ask my mom yesterday about like the later in the day panda activity, but for sure early in the morning, they're awake, they're active, they're out in the in the yard. I mean, the baby panda was up a tree when we first got there. Like mom was sitting on the ground, baby panda was in a tree. I love so. how she's been tracking them too. Like your mom is on the- <laughs> Yep, she and a bunch of watch. the other, she and a bunch of the other teachers at her school have been keeping track and- I love that. I mean, that's the way- Class for like science every Aww. day. Like it's been a whole class thing for them. That's great. That's fun. Good stuff. Thank you, Little Fox. Yeah, wait a great report, Little Fox. Of course, always happy to help, especially when it comes to cute baby animals. <laughs> Chief cute baby animal correspondent. I appreciate that. <laughs> Added to um, my titles. Speaking of cute things, Kelly, the uh, Sullivan's Toy Store going away? What's going on there? I can't believe this. I saw this in the Washingtonian yesterday. Uh, a institution in uh, Upper Northwest D.C. It's a family-owned toy and art supply shop on Wisconsin Avenue, right in Tenley Town. It's been there since the 50s. Uh, Washingtonian is reporting that they are shutting down by the end of July. 
And it's just it, unclear of the reasons why. I mean, obviously, a lot of these businesses took a big hit in the last year. Um, but it's just sad because it was, it's like, it's where you took like your kids to pick out like, you know, their toys for like a birthday party. Or if you needed that, that special, like, I don't know, art supply thing, you would go there. I mean, it just, and everyone's always so friendly and happy and, um, very sad to hear that they're, they're closing. Um, I mean, I just have so many memories, especially when my kids were younger, uh, in in that store. So uh, sad to hear it close. And they didn't really say why, right? They just said it's closing. Yeah, they they haven't said said why, but um, you know, it was started by you know family. The families continue to run it since in since the fifties. So, mm-hmm. um, by Sullivan Toys, it was just I don't know how you can replace it, but like you know, now Sullivan Toys is competing with Target because it's right up the street. Um, the new Target in Tenley Town. So like it's uh, hard, right? Yeah. Well, the new Target also. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but there's do. nothing like going into like a toy store with a kid. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's sort of a thing and they would wrap the presents and, Oh, it was a really special place. It's been interesting too, to see how like these toy stores are trying to like be unique. Like the one in Georgetown, they try to have like really brainy, like make your kid think like STEMI toys kind of stuff that you know, that aren't as yeah. findable. They started, it's all organic, like, the toys yeah. that, that are made out of like, not like, you know, wood and plastic that's covered in terrible chemicals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember that, that store, I think it's called too good. Yeah. Um, it opened when my son was, was a baby. That's how long it's been around. And they're like the, the bougie toys. Yeah. And they wrap them too, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Especially for, for someone like you, Tommy. <laughs> We bought the goddaughters like so many loud things from there. We always walk in we're like, what is the largest, loudest thing you have? We would like that, please. <laughs> Wait for you every year. <laughs> oh, man. Sull- Sullivan's. Oh, I'm uh, sorry, Cal. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk about some good news. Let's talk about what's happening at Nats Park. Oh, my gosh. I, I, you know, I posted this on my Instagram. If you bandwagon fans, like, come on. We, we're ready for you now. We're ready. Just come on in because magical stuff is happening with this team right now. And it is just what's so cool about it. It's not just one player that's sort of dominating the headlines. I mean, Schwarber has had many home runs, um, but yesterday was just an awesome game. They won 15 to six over the Rays, swept them. And Trey Turner was celebrating his 28th birthday and he had a cycle, which means he had a single, a double, a triple, which is, I think, the, one of the hardest one, and of course, a home run. What this is so incredible is this: this is his third cycle in his career with the Nats, and there's only there's no one in MLB history that has four cycles. Oh wow! No one, and this guy's only 28 years old, and he's now one of four players in MLB history that has three cycles. That's incredible. Oh, and by the way, he got snubbed for the All Star game, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but also yesterday, like Juan Soto, Josh Bell, Sterling Castro, like these players are getting these great hits and just, it just seems like they're firing on all cylinders. Uh, it's really exciting to watch. And that's great to hear. And also your post yesterday, Kelly, I feel a little personally attacked about bandwagon fans. Time to get involved now. 
Well, maybe it was a little bit at you, but like <laughs> I'm saying, I'm talking about the because yesterday at the totally. park I was looking at it and I know it was a four o'clock game and I know it was a hundred degrees, but like the stadium was like a quarter full. There's a they have a homestand coming up this weekend. Like tickets are still for sale. Like go go to these games. You're going to see an amazing team. Um, I will tell you the Nats since June 19th, they've hit 24 home runs. They have the most in the MLB. Wow. So just, I'm not saying we're going all the way. I'm just saying you're going to see a really special team. That's gelling. That's awesome. And also like 4th of July weekend, I think Anheuser or Budweiser is like buying everyone a beer on the third. I saw an email about that. There's all kinds of things going on. Yes. On and off the field, I guess. I'm just talking to the bandwagon people, Kelly. I'm trying to. I'm trying to give the one plus sell over here. Okay, okay. Uh, just it's it's good stuff. So um, it will be interesting. They 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 play the Dodgers starting tonight in a four game series. Obviously, that's a big rival uh, for them. Um, so let's let's keep our fingers crossed and see if they can uh, get some wins off the Dodgers. And we're still second in the NL East, right? Yes, we're behind by two games. Come on. Yeah. It's exciting. It's good. But it's, it's one of those maths where like if we win one and the first place one loses one, then we're tied for first. It's one of those like baseball math that yes. you do really well. That is like calculus yes. to me. I mean, there's still a lot of season left. So, mm-hmm. but it, they're, they're just a fun team to watch right now. I love to see that. And it's awesome. And what a great summer pastime. Go check so, it out. So Tommy, when are you going to see a game? Um, <laughs> probably whenever Trey Turner has his next cycle. So. Oh, I see. Okay, right. Because it, it, that's how it would work. You would actually be in the stadium when he breaks MLB history. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like when I was there when Ryan Zimmerman hit the most home runs in, in Nats history. Nats come Expos history. <sighs> oh, geez. Listen, sometimes it's better be lucky than good, Kelly. <laughs> I, I, story of my life. So what's this story about Bismarcky? Um, of course, the rapper who lives in Bowie, just a friend, among other hits. He uh, is not dead, but everyone thought he might have been dead yesterday. Yeah, the, the whole social media thing. He was trending on social media because they thought that he had passed. Um, and I guess we're learning this morning that a uh, spokesperson has said uh, he is under the care of health professionals. So I don't think he's doing overly well, but he is still alive. And he's here in Maryland. He's in a hospital in Maryland and has been living in Bowie, Maryland for, for a long time now. Um, but he is still alive. That's good. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, I don't know how these rumors get started. I have no idea. And it's interesting because like that was not a part of the internet that I saw yesterday. When I logged on to social media for a few minutes, it was not about Bismarcky. Uh, about Bill, Bill Cosby, maybe? I was going to say Bill Cosby, um, <laughs> it, it, potential indictments that are going to fall today, and Britney Spears' conservatorship was basically what my <laughs> social media was like. Hey, you should know these things. <laughs> and also um, a new restaurant called Crazy Aunt Helen's, which I am so excited to go to. <laughs> That's what I learned about on social media yesterday. Okay. All right. Well, okay. It was designed by the Miss Pixie people. And the food looks good too. The chef needs to be a toy boy. This is so. This I've I've worked really hard to curate my my social media to like be uninterested and mute a lot of things, and I think it's finally bearing fruit. Okay, well, good for you, Tommy. <laughs> it's hard to do. I also missed the Linda Carter news. Wonder Woman sings again. Well, this wasn't really trending on social media, but I do follow her fan page on Facebook. <laughs> So this is how it was served up to me. Linda Carter, of course, another. She got the newsletter via parcel post. <laughs> no. Another celebrity that lives in the D.C. area and lives in Potomac. She is, um, I don't, I didn't check how old she is, but she's got to be 
pushing 60 at least. But anyways, she's uh, announcing a, a release of a uh, EP. The song is called Unexpected, and I think we can all say we were not expecting her to release a song. It's coming out July 30th. Um, she is 69 years old. So she's pushing 70. Well, she's in her mid-60s. Okay. Um, so on social media, she's going to be sharing clips leading up to the release on July 30th. Uh, she posted a photo of the album art on her Facebook. It's kind of, she looks amazing. Yes, yeah, she does. Um, wow. Yeah, so we'll see what that uh, we'll have uh, a full review when that comes out on July 30th. It looks like it's either like an album or she's like a New York Times opinion writer. <laughs> I'm not sure which one, but she's like it's black and white and she's all like shadowed and looking all fierce. I didn't know she could sing, but yeah, she's been singing for a while. She's had like a Kennedy Center, like a like a not residency, but she's like she would perform there like every year huh. in the before times. Did not know that. Yes, because when you interview her on the red carpet, she reminds you of that every time you talk to her on the red carpet at the Kennedy Center. Okay, well, now she's got a song, Tommy. That's usually when you ask her to be on the show and she says, I'll see you later. And she <laughs> leaves the conversation quickly. But hey, maybe we'll get her on the album tour. We've been trying to get Linda Carter on the show for the better part of a decade, but who knows? It could happen. And there you go. That may, Maybe that's the silver lining of the pandemic. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll reach out to her people. Um, it's super sad when things that were um, given to us during the pandemic are now being taken away from us. Montgomery Parks says they're not going to allow drinking in the parks anymore. So they opened up the open container laws um, a bit in Montgomery County in the park spaces during the pandemic. So folks could go get cocktails and, and wine and stuff to go and then go have picnics and like do all the things. And uh, they're saying that that will be uh, stopping as of today, July 1st. You can't do it anymore. Legally, yes. C correct, legally. <laughs> I mean, swell bottles, they, they come in handy every now and again. So you've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I actually wonder in Montgomery Parks, how many like drunk moms are hollering out of there versus like <laughs> what you would think would be drinking in the park. <laughs> I'm not saying you have to get drunk. It's just, you know, a little nip. No, I, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. What's in that swell bottle? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you drink it real fast and say what? <laughs> I feel like it's more Pinot Grigio situations than like someone, you know, Drinking a bottle of Jaeger in the middle of Montgomery yeah, Park. That's true. Margaritas also carry well in this well. <laughs> so um, you were on borrowed time, though, anyway, you drunk Montgomery County people because uh, it was supposed to end on May 31st and they extended it to July 1st. And now oh. they say no more. Mm. Womp womp. Um, our pals at the MoCo Show, speaking of keeping it Maryland, our pals at the MoCo Show say that um, Miles Frost, a 2017 Wooten graduate will play Michael Jackson on Broadway on MJ the musical. That's so cool. Wooten yeah. in, in Rockville. Yep. Shout out. That's amazing. So 2017, that wouldn't put him. He was 18 then and then plus four. So he's like out of college or in his 20s. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. He, yeah. He would be like 21 because he, he would have been born in 99 if he was graduating in 17. That's 99, cool. 98. Yeah, uh, so that's awesome. So the guy who was playing Michael Jackson um, stepped away from the role, and then dun, 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 Miles Frost jumps in. That's, that's super fun. And you know what? That's also fun to just announce that like Broadway plays 
are starting to gear up and, and get ready to yep. welcome people back. Yeah, that's going to be very exciting. And there's also like the, the National Theater has their runs coming and the Kennedy Center has their runs coming. Also, um, we've been talking a lot about Capital One Center. Capital One Hall is going to be probably offering up some theatrical Broadway shows that will be announced soon that I definitely don't know what they are. And I wouldn't tell you if I did. <laughs> it's good stuff. All good stuff. And if you want to catch up with any of our past shows, my goodness, I can't believe you wouldn't. Like if you were listening to Trey Turner's cycle today and you're like, gosh, I wish I had more of Kelly talking about the Nats. You are in luck because there's a lot of Kelly talking about the Nats on our past shows. You can subscribe, get them anywhere you get your podcasts. And by goodness, please give us a five-star review. Even if you don't mean it, we'll just take it anyway. We'll see you next time.